This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 366. Why do we use Apple stuff? You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everybody, to the MyMac.com podcast number 366 with Guy and Gaz. That's hey. me. And that's How me. How are you? I'm doing that's okay. Good. We're telling like two runners and we're talking over each other. Are we? Are we talking over each other? <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. How are you? I'm, do- I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> uh, this is, this is uh, I don't know, Just it, it seems like every week there's something really weird going on. You know, uh, tomorrow... <laughs> Is Tell actually me about it. yeah. Tomorrow is actually my son Guy's uh, birthday. He's gonna be seventeen. And happy birthday. Well, here's the weird thing. You know what he wants, and I haven't gotten it yet. He wants one of those. Uh, what is it? The the 3ds Nintendo 3ds the the 3D okay, yeah. handheld console. Yeah, yeah. And I was telling him. I said, "Well, look. Instead of buying, cause he already I has thought, a regular I was, DS. I thought I thought that was for little girls. <laughs> well, he's like a six foot five game player. Well, obviously, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I told him I do because I, I know that Apple at probably some point this month is going to release new uh, iPod touches. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Look, if you'll wait until the new iPods come out, okay. you won't, Dad, Dad, will yeah. it be three D? Probably not. Ah, don't want one then. <laughs> but I, I told him I would, uh, I would get him a new uh, iPod Touch. Now he." He hardly ever uses his phone. I had actually considered getting him an iPhone, but he yeah. hardly uses the one he has, so I, I just don't see the point in, in adding even more monies into like, AT&T's coffers. So I'll give it to Apple instead. I was going to get him an iPod Touch. And he has been arguing with me about how much he wants a, a Nintendo 3DS. Right. And at, honestly, I just don't get it. You know, this is... This is a, a, a little handheld, the, the 3DS, yep. that has a somewhat limited number of games. Yep. The games themselves are very expensive. I have heard, though, yes. that, the 3D, that the 3D on it is very good. Mm. I don't and, know. And, and, and I wonder whether my assumption at the start is, is planning on his mind as well. Perhaps he's a girl puller. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> So it means um, it attracts the opposite sex, guy. Ah, ah. Well, what I may do is after we get done recording the podcast, I mean, if he wants one of these things that badly, and it, honestly, it would be cheaper than getting him a 32 gig iPod Touch. Yeah. But I've got like all these apps and all these games and everything else. And, <laughs> and iOS. you want to share the love with him. Don't I you? want to share the love. And he just doesn't want to do it. He wants a, another, another. Nintendo he's DS. He's fed up with Apple. Well, I mean, he's got a Mac Mini. I mean, that's his. And we, of course, we use the Apple TV like every day. But I, I, I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't know why somebody would want. Something. I've got to admit, I've got to admit, I do agree with you. I don't get them at all either. I've seen them, and I've you know got one yeah. of them in the electronic shop. I've picked them up and tried them, and you know, and you're dead right when you look at the cost of the games. You think, wow, blimey, and I just don't get it either. Yeah, okay. I mean, we're looking at... That's because uh, we're all boys. Oh, I guess. But, yeah, you know, we're looking at 30 to $40 for the for the new titles, maybe even more when they first come out, as compared to a system that I've already got, you know, God knows how many apps for it. You know, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it. I don't understand. Well, you have done already. I know. I will, and and the, the the other weird thing about this week is my birthday's on Friday. Oh, happy birthday, guy, guy! Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, 51, going on 39. That's that's good. I yeah. like that. Yeah, it's I'm the new Jack Benny for people that know what Jack <laughs> Benny used to do. And uh, if you don't Google him, yeah, he was 30. He was 39, going on 40 forever. Yeah. Well, shall we uh, slide over to the stuff on my Mac? I think it might be a good idea to, yeah. Okay. Yeah, why not? Why well, not? What, 
<laughs> Do you want to start us off? I'll start us off. <laughs> the first one is a uh, it's a book review by Steve Hammond. It's the Adobe Photoshop CS5 one-on-one book review. So if you're a big Photoshop user, you should probably maybe check this out. And I've got to say, Deke McKellen is uh, is he, I, he did some videos, some short video kind of introductions, and uh, I like his style. To be honest with you, I do like his style. So, and mind you, it doesn't mean I'm going to buy the books. I haven't got um, CS five, <laughs> CS five, or or Photoshop. <laughs> and I'm definitely going to get the next item. Oh yeah, uh, the SK Pro Throwback DJ uh, headphones, and this is a review from Sam Negri. Now. I invite everybody to go over and take a look at these and just tell us what you think. Yeah. Okay, here's what I think. Ugliest headphones ever. <laughs> However, Sam does give them a 9 out of 10. So, well, you know, they, once they, on the, they must once sound on fantastic. Guy, yeah, once they're on your head guy, you won't see them. Mm, I don't know. They, 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 the, the throwback in the name <laughs> should I'll, give you I'll th- Yeah, I'll throw them back on the shelf is what I'll do. <laughs> Um, next they up, get, they get they get a good score. They must have a good sound, but yeah, they're not my cup of tea. No, no, not as such. <laughs> next up is the Pocket Size Podcast number thirty-one, Weekend at Birdies. Now I haven't listened to this yet, but just based on the title, he's dragging around someone that's dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm moving on. Yeah, please. <laughs> Here's an app review from Mark Greentree, who's being very prolific on the uh, the website, actually. And the name of this particular app is Word Triangle. Um, so if you've seen or heard of Word Triangle, go over to the website and take a look, take a read-up of uh, Mark's review, and uh, Mark gives it an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to be on his podcast on Friday. Cool. Not another Mac podcast. Um, next up is another t- another podcast, Jackpot Tech Fan Podcast number 45, Tim and David. David apparently is still in Las Vegas. Yes. I wonder, I wonder how much he's losing at losing the, all uh, his the money. tables. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk about another podcast. Here's another review from Mark Greentree. I told you he's prolific. <laughs> he is busy. He's, he's, like, he's, like, he's like channeling John Nemo this week. I think he is. I think, you know. That, that, I think, is his protege. Scary. Did I get that right? Scary. Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, you, have to, you have to put it the uh, the accent, which we talked about last week. Yes, probably. Anyway, shall Way I tell you what, the, the, what yeah. the hell he's talking about? Right? Please. Yeah. Or we could just keep rambling. We could, like we do normally. Anyway, he's done a crash plan service review. Um, and it's Crash Plan 3, I think it is. It's automatic backup software. And this gets a whopping 10 out of 10. So if you are thinking of online backup, um, which is certainly worth a thought, then oh, yeah. go and read uh, Mark's review. And the last one we have for this week is the Super Tooth, Super Tooth HD review by Mark Breed. <laughs> and I, from the looks of it, it uh, looks like a webcam. Or is it? No, it's a blue. What the hell is this thing? I don't even know what this is. <laughs> okay, it's a yeah, it's a Bluetooth device. So it's an in-ear Bluetooth device. But just looking at the picture, it does look like a webcam. It looks like a freaking webcam. <laughs> but it's the Super Tooth. Yeah, it's, it sounds yeah, like I it should th- have a, like its own theme song. I, th- I thought it was perhaps for checking your dentures, but yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, have we have we got some feedback? We do have some feedback. This was a weird week on Facebook as well. Um, I think a couple of months ago we had someone by the name of Danielle Corsetto, who is the writer and artist for a web comic called Girls with Slingshots, which you can find at girlswithslingshots.com. And um, she was having some problems with her iPhone four. And we start. We started off in Facebook, and then we ended up moving over to Twitter, and then went back to Facebook before we f- we finally got something going here. And a really odd thing was that she had actually. You know what? That's going into the Facebook part. That's all right. We'll just keep going. Um, <laughs> she had never synced her iPhone four with her computer. Ouch! Right, and she the problem she was having was every time she would start the camera app the phone would crash. And 
because she had never backed it up, she was afraid that if she synced, she was going to like lose all of her apps and have problems with data and all the rest of it. I told her, you know, don't worry about that. I even gave her, I even gave her a guarantee. I said, if you lose any apps while doing this sync, I will gift them to you. And so she went ahead. Yeah, I know. Well, I was, that's how sure I was of it. So she, she backed up her, her phone and actually thanked Mm -hmm. me because this gave her a chance to take off some of the applications that she wasn't using anymore. And as it turned out, the problem was with the phone. So she had to get with somebody in her neck of the woods to return the phone. And uh, this kind of led into something else with uh, somebody that we're we're hoping to have on uh, the show next week. His name is Thomas. And I think it's Zoller. Maybe it's Zaylor, but I think it's Zoller. Longtime Mac user. He's also... Uh, writer and artist of a web comic called Love and Capes, which is kind of this weird mix between superheroes and a romance comic. And I know that sounds really weird, but the way that he works it in, it works. It, it really, it, it's, it's one of the ones that I check every single day when I get up in the morning and look at all my web comics. But he's also a big fan of John Aston, if you know who that is. Was he an actor who played Gomez in the TV version of the Adams family? Yes. As a matter of fact, he is. How did you know that? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Actually, he's, 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 he's a great, uh, comedic actor. And right. he played Gomez. If you've ever seen, the old Adams family strips. He played Gomez on this TV show. Just perfect. And he actually also played, and this was also in the sixties, played the Riddler in uh-huh. one episode of the old Batman TV show with Adam West. Uh, right. That was right. usually Frank Gorshin, but for whatever yes. reason, he yeah. wasn't That's in an episode. Yep. And excellent. excellent. Yeah. So good. hopefully we'll have, we'll have uh, Thomas and that's T H O M A S. Uh, on next week to talk about Max and uh, making web I like comics. The, I like the way you spelled his first name, but didn't bother to spell his surname. Yeah, that's cool. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I believe I believe we've actually also got some audio feedback. We do. We do. Eric Diaz called us on our Skype number, and I will play that right now because that's the kind of guy I am. You'll just Hi, Hank. So yes. This is Eric Diaz, or us. Uh, a uh, guy loves to call me Magnatico. Well, I thought that was right. I was just calling because I was listening to the uh, podcast, I think it was 365, where uh, Gas was talking about the resume or resume feature. <laughs> he's, he's working and, it right uh, in. He said that it would only work with the native apps. Of, uh, I mean, for example, the applications that Apple uh, makes. But that isn't the case. I have it on the... On the uh, Mac Mini that I use at work, and it it resumes every application. Doesn't matter if it's Apple, Mate, or Microsoft. Um, I mean, I use it with Excel, Word, and it works fine. And uh, Firefox, Chrome, the uh, Twitter client for Mac, everything. It just opens whatever you left it, and uh, seems to work fine with everything I've tried. I've, I've I don't think I've run into an application that doesn't start uh, when you restart your computer. So, so far, so good. I don't think uh, it needs too much work because I know that in Excel, it doesn't matter how many pages I have open. Uh, I mean, workbooks, it always uh, starts them back up right where I left them. So, that was it. Thank you. Bye. Devilishly clever. That's right. Yeah, I, I think I might have been getting mixed up because um, we were talking around autosave as well there. Yeah, we, we were. And, uh, certainly the resume, I, I agree with Eric. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It does resume all of the applications because I've had that on uh, certainly the uh, the MacBook Air I've got. But I think it's autosave, which, you know, and the, the, the versions that you can get in autosave, I'm not sure that that does that in, in every application, i.e. I'm not sure that Word will allow you to do um, versions 
in the autosave process. Right, so, which is anyway, but, completely different from, from yeah, Resume. Yeah, completely different. He, he, Eric's corrected me yep. perfectly there. Absolutely perfectly. And uh, <laughs> you've got you've got a tech news of the weird here that I really, really liked. Uh, <laughs> now, as as I went, this is, this is an article that Gaz found called 10 Apple Concepts We Wish Were Real. This was in uh, applegazette.com. Yeah. And we'll just real quickly go, go through these. Uh, the first one, I don't know. It's called the iCar. It looks like it looks like a giant mouse with four <laughs> wheels. <laughs> and it's open on the side. So Yeah, but don't don't you just know that that, that you know that windscreen is gonna be a touch windscreen? <laughs> it's right. You just kinda move your hands around and the car steers in that direction. So God help you if you like drop a soda in your in your lap, you will be right off a bridge. <laughs> the next one they they come up with is an Apple Design flashlight, which you know, okay. So I think why? you know, I think they were running out there. So they, <laughs> they called it the Eye Light. <laughs> uh, the next one was the Eye Pen, which ha- which by itself is seemed kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah Parker but, make real good pens. Yeah, 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 and they're relatively cheap, and I can't imagine this would be this would be cheap. But one thing that it's got that I thought was kind of cool was this uh, built-in scanner so that you could basically touch it on any color and that would be the color that uh, the pen would write in. Yeah, yeah. And then, then they come up with an iPod shuffle bracelet. <laughs> Perfect for runners. Lack of a screen is a bummer. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's go back to the top. Ten Apple concepts we wish were real. And they're complaining about the fact he hasn't got a screen. <laughs> Design it in the new moron. <laughs> and let me think. There's there's some product that Apple makes that has a small screen built into it. And a lot of companies are making things that you could put it on your wrist with. I can't yeah. quite remember the name of the product. Yeah, no. no However, anyway, the, the next, next one is the iPod Touch Nano, Nano. with two 30-pin connectors on either side. So that you could turn it, and my son Guy would like this. You could turn it into like a, a little portable game machine with all kinds of buttons. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then they come up with the eye ring. Yeah. Uh, and it's a Bluetooth, which, you know, it's a play- playback controller for your iPod or your iPhone. Uh, yeah. They, it just goes on. There's a couple more items in there which are a bit more perhaps. You know, they've got a Mac tram. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody wants to ride the Apple train. I, I I think I think my words were what what WTF weren't they? <laughs> the MacBook 2020 holographic holographic laptop, or the MacBook Touch, which folds in all different kinds of directions. So uh, what I think we should do is go take a look, have a look at these ten Apple concepts we wish were real, and see if you can come up with your own, and and you know send us some in. Yeah, it, it, well, actually, that, that's not bad. If, if you guys can think of, of like weird, and it has to be weird because this is the MyMac.com podcast with Guy and Kaz. Yeah. So it, you know, <laughs> anything that Apple might actually make, we're not interested in seeing. No, that's too obvious. Yeah, it's got to be something really, really weird. We, you know, and we'll talk well, about it on the show. We will. Anyway. Um, the I next like one. I like yours. And this has absolutely nothing to do with Apple. However... Uh, for people that are 39 going on 40, like myself, there was a show <laughs> in the early 60s or you know, early mid-60s called Johnny Quest. And it had a, a, a very iconic... going on 40 and, and who own a time travel machine. Yeah, that goes back about 10, 11 years. <laughs> but this show had this great beginning with this really cool music and stuff. Well, somebody actually recreated it using stop motion animation, and uh, I'll put we'll put a link to both of these in the show notes. Yeah. But if you get if you've ever seen the original show, you've got you've got to see this stop motion animation. This must have taken them a ton of time to yes. make. It was yeah. really really well done. It is is superb. It's worth a watch. Definitely yep. worth a watch. Even if you've got no idea. I've never seen Johnny Quest. <laughs> but you can go to iTunes and get the entire... It was only on for one season. 26 episodes of Johnny Quest. 
And it's in the UK store for £20. Yep, but I think it's but, like but about 30 it, bucks. But it bears no relationship store. to this um, stop motion link. No, no. <laughs> you know, the, the characters you see in this stop motion video <laughs> have got nothing to do with the character. Well, they have got something to do with oh, it, yeah. but it's not the same. It's not the same characters as it were. No, because I think what they did was they took like <laughs> existing toys and modified yes. them to yes. look like the characters that they needed. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you first, when you first showed me and I saw it, I thought, "Great, that'll be a really great series if they use those." Yeah, <laughs> not not as such. I don't think I'd they're going to be really be doing disappointed that. if I went and bought this. Thing. <laughs> hey, it's a cartoon. <laughs> WTF? <laughs> I think we need to take a break, guys. We do. <laughs> so, everyone, please stand by to stand by. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. If you're a fan of Apple's iOS devices, such as the iPhone, iPod Touch, iPad, and even the Apple TV, please listen to my new podcast called The Pocket Size Podcast. It's available on MyMac.com and, well, even iTunes if you search really, really hard. Anyway, it stars myself, Scott, and my co-host, Peter. And don't forget about me, your loyal and faithful Macintosh computer. You were going to mention me, weren't you? Uh, sure. Pocket Size Podcast is a MyMac.com podcast. Find it at MyMac.com. Thank you for listening. We won't forget you, the little people. You do know that if I could record and edit this entire podcast on my iPhone, I would do it, right? Ouch. That hurts. I'm going into sleep mode now. I am doing the best I can with everything I am. Don't you know nobody's perfect? Do you understand how hard I'm trying to do? Spanning time, space, and the universe, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome to the brainless section of the MyMac.com podcast, number 366. Gaz, I don't know what is wrong with me tonight. Nor do I. Nor do I. <sighs> and... We- for the listeners, we've just had two starts to that. I mean, it's only it's only taken a minute or two. It's not long at all. But yeah, guy, the guy just went off on a tangent and didn't know where he was. But it was funny. Yeah, uh, send this to me, Gaz. I'll I'll put this on at the I'll put that on at the end of the show instead of okay. a limerick like I normally do. It might take a little bit of editing. Yeah, it might do. Yes, because there's yeah, mm, there's, there's a few explosions in there. Yeah, uh, for me as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Guy, what are we talking about? Uh, well, the uh, the first thing we were going to talk about is, yeah, and you know, we don't we don't typically do news on the show. You know, we're just we have a couple of topics we want to talk there's, about. There's plenty of other people that can do that far much far yeah. better than we. Oh, very much so. <laughs> Mind you, there's a lot of people who do a lot of podcasts far better than we do. <laughs> However, we get all the Facebook likes. Yeah, that's so, true. Uh, if you already have an iPhone 4, now we know that sometime either later this month or early in October, there's going to be a new iPhone, the iPhone 5. If you already have an iPhone 4, what would convince you to buy an iPhone 5 and possibly pay a fee or higher price for being out of contract? So okay. I, I've got a couple things listed here. Okay, well, one of the things that um, just jumped into my mind is obviously this is a little bit US-centric because we have lots of contracts over here and a lot of people will probably have either a year or an 18-month contract. They certainly won't have a two-year contract. Now, I don't know generally what the sort of contracts are over in the US. They're about usually two years. Okay, so... And I think the main reason for it being two years is they know people are going to want to buy a newer phone you know, regardless of, of who makes it before right. that time period is up and then they can charge you a fee. Okay. Okay. So now another question before we get into the, the reasons why is if Apple do come out uh, with the next uh, iteration of the iPhone 
and they call it something like, you know, because there's lots of rumours out there that saying it's going to be the 4G or the 4GS or the 4S, like they did with the 3G and the 3GS. Yeah. Would, do you think that would be a bad move? I think it would be a bad move because if someone's got an iPhone 4 and then Apple come out, unless it's dramatically different or they come up with some fantastic option on there which you can't get on the current one, if it's still got the, you know, the, start, the same starting number, would that discourage people from buying it as well? Yeah, I think it would. Um, part of the reason why they had the 3GS come out, I think, and, and why they called it that, is that the, there really wasn't that much of a difference between the three, the 3G and or the three and the 3GS. Yeah. So I, I think the 3GS was was kind of a stopgap before they completely changed the design. Now, some of the stuff they're talking about with the iPhone 4 is a, you know, a bigger screen. The uh, iPhone 5. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. The iPhone, <clears throat> we're talking about the iPhone 5. Uh, yep. They're saying that it could have a bigger screen. It's going to have the, uh, the same processor that's in, or this, again, this is all rumor, that's in the, uh, the iPad 2, which I think is the A6. So it would be faster than the current one. It would be much faster than the current one. So, you know, yes, the iPhone 5, even, even if it has the same size screen, uh, is going to be much faster. In a lot of ways, it's going to be better than the iPhone 4. And I'll be getting one just because it's time. You know, I'm still on a, a 3GS, so it's been over two years since uh, I've even thought about getting a new phone. So, yeah, I would go ahead and buy one, I'm out, but I'm out of contract. So for me, it's not that big of a deal. But for people that are that are still in contract, you know, what are some of the reasons why you would go ahead and and break that contract or spend the extra money to get an iPhone five when your iPhone four is still perfectly serviceable? Well, other than the fact that you probably still can't hold it in a certain position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the first reason I have here is the fanboy reason, which is just got to have the latest stuff. Yeah. And there are plenty of people like that. Um, another reason would be because it has a faster processor, a bigger screen, more RAM whoa, whoa, or storage. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back it, backing up there, backing up there. It yeah. Just you know, just to have the late stuff. Yeah, agree with that one totally. Faster processor. Well, I, I kind of disagree with that because we, it's not really the same as the computer market, is it? And if you've got apps on your phone and they're working perfectly well, I, I and and it's certainly something that they don't push. I'm not sure that that would be high on the list of a reason why someone would move from a four to a five, especially if they're going to go out of contract. Well, I guess it would have to, it would, if there was going to be any reason along those lines at all, it would have to be because there are applications that require the the faster processor. I mean, if you look at the iPad but, but, but and the iPad they, 2. But of course, they won't come until the new device is there. No, 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 no. So, of course. So, so you know, it's it's chicken and egg scenario that one. I think. Well, it, uh, not necessarily, because if you think about uh, not GarageBand, uh, iMovie for the iPad will not work with the iPad One. You have to have an iPad Two. So for people, okay, but but stopping you there, guys. Uh, yeah. The thing is, the thing is that was Apple's. Well, yeah, of course, and and they pushed it and they pushed it on the iPad, whereas. I can't think that they're going to be very much in the way from Apple themselves, which they can, you know, push out there before the actual iPhone comes out and say, you know, you're going to be, you're going to need the new iPhone five to run this particular application. I, you know, it, it's slightly different, I think, between the iPad and the iPhone. So, yeah, I, I, I still think it's a little bit chicken and egg with the processor um, and apps that work on the old that won't work on older phones unless a fantastic app appears soon after um, the new iPhone 5 comes out that you know it that does just that but well, I, I think it, I think it's less less of a you know a, a, a pull on the on the phone than it would be on, on something like the iPad well that that could very well be I think a lot of people at least a lot of developers are holding off on new apps until iOS 5 comes out yeah yeah yeah, and that's going to come out around the same time, isn't it? So I, I think it's probably, in my opinion, it'll be released with the phone. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Okay, uh, okay. bigger screen. Okay. <laughs> now, hmm, I'm not so sure about that. 
I'm not so sure about that. It all depends what it does to the phone itself. And what I mean by that is whether it makes it any bigger or bulkier. If the, the screen becomes bigger within the current um, shape of the phone, mm-hmm. then there's a possibility. But, you know, how much bigger of a screen are you going to get? You know, it can't, it can't get that much bigger. So I could see it as being a draw, but really? You well, know, it, would, it would have to be the same resolution. Yes. You know, because Apple isn't going to force all their, you know, developers of 500,000 plus apps. So, so what extra are you going to get on that one? So, you know. More, just I'm, more, more workspace. I'm, I'm not, I'm trying to stop anybody from buying an iPhone 5 that's got a current iPhone 4. Because one of the things that I would certainly do, I mean, I'm going to be getting, when the next iPhone comes out, it's going to be my first iPhone. I, you know, I've got the money burning hole in my pocket. <laughs> just waiting. You know, I've got I've, my my trusty first gen iPod Touch is still there and still working, but it's it's seen better days. Um, and one of the things I will do is I will buy the phone and buy a separate contract, so I'm not tied into a contract. And what I'll probably do after that is then become the number one justification, which is just got to have the latest stuff. But, <laughs> but what I'll probably do then is obviously I'll turn over the phones by selling it to you know partially fund. The, the the new one when it comes out, you know, iPhone six or whatever the next device is. Or the iPhone GS twelve. Yeah, there, there may not be an iPhone six. They may have moved on. You know, Tim Cook's got that next product which is going to wow everybody, and then you know their stock shares are going to go through the roof because all of a sudden people realise that they don't need Steve Jobs anymore. Yeah, it's going to be the iRing. <laughs> They do listen, yeah, so it, you it, never know. It, it plugs right into your nervous system on your fingers and lets you yeah. know. <laughs> it gives yeah. you a 120-volt shock when you get a phone call. What do you want? Yeah. Stop calling me, for the yeah. love of God. Yeah, You just hold the ring up to your ear. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't look too oh, weird. Yeah, I've seen those in movies. Um, the next thing you've got on there is more yeah. RAM or storage. Yes. Now, the uh, the iPhone 4, I believe, has more RAM that, you know, the, that the phone can use as compared to the 3GS. But of course, again, it's the RAM is not something that they advertise. You know, it's not something that they push. Um, no, no, the, you have to look the, into the tech specs to find it. Yeah, yeah. But storage, of course, that's something different. I'm really, really hoping that they come out with a 64 gig uh, iPhone. Yeah. That would be the final thing to, to, to put. I mean, I'm going to get one anyway just because I need... It's been over two years since I've gotten a new one. So if they, but I would have got, I would have gotten an iPhone four if it had had sixty four G. Right. So if if the iPhone goes to sixty four gigabyte, do you think the iPod Touch may also increase if uh, they bring out a new iPod Touch wow. size? Uh, and then if that increases, um, I mean, is the classic iPod already dead? I can't remember whether that's already dead in the Apple Store or not. Uh, no, it's well, it's still being sold, but I, I get the feeling it's not going to be updated. No, I think well, it's not been updated in a long time, is it? But I, I wonder no, but whether they keep selling them. Yeah, but I, I think if they increase the um, the iPod Touch to two hundred and twenty-eight, yeah, I think that's definitely the iPod Classic will be gone then. Yeah, there'd be no reason to have it anymore, except for you know, it, it would be quite a bit less expensive. Well, and an iPod Touch with 128 gig- gigabytes. Yeah, yeah, I know at the moment that the you get a 64 gigabyte, um, and it's like, it's like 300, 300 pounds over here. You know, it's yeah, quite, it's like I think it's 400 dollars here. Yeah, and the the classic, of course, is 160 gigabyte, and it's 200 pounds. So there is that, I suppose. Yep. There is that. Well, actually, it's 120 now. <clears throat> 120 gigabytes. The classic. Well. Uh, well. Perhaps I ought to buy one quick then because it's 160 gigabyte in the UK store. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right, we'll have to check that out in the next break, and I will probably end up apologizing to you. Gaz was right and I was wrong. I think you'll find I'm right. <laughs> well, most people usually are when they talk to me. Uh, the last thing I have here is apps that won't work on older phones. Now, And sorry, and sorry I've already checked it. I am right. <laughs> oh, you are? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I will look in the U.S. store, which is where I've already course. looked in the U.S. store. Oh, you did? And it's 160? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I vaguely remember that uh, they, they did do a change. At the, at the last the last time it changed, it went from 120 to 160. And here he is, that master of misinformation, Mr. Know-it-all. 
was I perfect. Do, I do um, love you. <laughs> okay. Well, apps that won't work on older phones. I, I don't think <laughs> if you have an iPhone 4 that you'll have to worry too much about having apps that don't work on – or, sorry, you know, apps that will work on the iPhone 5 that won't work on the uh, the iPhone 4 because any, any apps – that run on iOS 4 will, of course, most definitely run on iOS 5, which means the, the iPhone 4 should still be safe. No, it's, it's always the backward compati- compatibility. I mean, there are, there are apps that come out there that which I, you know, I think, oh, that would be great, and then I realize, nope, it won't run on my iPod Touch. Yes. <laughs> the iPod Touch is so old now, it's not even got it. <coughs> I think it's on 3.2, so... It's probably very unsecure as well. <laughs> that's a, that's another story. Well, that's uh, that's what I got for that one. Yeah, well, I, I think I agree with you. I mean, it it it's it, you've, if you're in a contract, you've certainly got to think long and hard about. Uh, <coughs> sorry, oh don't make God. me cough there. Don't make me cough there. Oh my word! The listeners are looking. Oh dear, you're gonna have to cut that one out. Yeah, no, no, no I'll just keep going. I must apologise, folks, because that you know, if that sounded as cringeworthy over the airs as it did to me over my headphones, then oh boy, <laughs> I feel better now, though. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I feel worse. Can <laughs> work out my problems live and on the air. Um, yeah, I think if um, you know if you've got an iPhone four and you want to move to an iPhone five, if you you know you've really got to think about it. I mean, if money's no object, then you're just going to yeah, do then it. just go just ahead gotta, and do it. You just got to have the latest uh, latest stuff. But uh, we shall see. We shall see. Now, you've also gone on about what could crack open the tablet market from Apple. Yes, ninety nine dollars. Yeah, but that's not really sustainable on a on a on a device that costs the manufacturer probably four hundred dollars to make. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, it was a bit tongue in cheek when I said that. But yeah, well, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, I do. I did see that prices down there. So let, let's go through your list. Okay, uh, first one is feature set, uh, faster processor, bigger screen, better battery. No, um, no I, I just I don't see that happening. I agree. No, with well, you. it's not that I don't see it happening. It's not that I don't see it happening. Oh, I mean, it, w- it will happen with other tablets. Yeah, but yeah. Is, would that that feature alone, or that set of features alone, convince someone other than geeks to buy a competing tablet over an iPad? And no, I, no, I don't think it will, because it comes back to. Um, well, let's get back to the reasons why. Let's go through the other things. So sure. the feature set, we think faster processor, bigger screen, better battery. Not sure. Don't think it will, but no. let's go to the next one. Okay. Available okay. ports, HDMI, mini USB, or SD. More of a draw, that possibly. That is that is more of a draw, I think, for people um, because they think better connectivity uh, gives us more options. So that that's, that's more likely to be a draw um, than the first thing. Well... I disagree, but, but I, well, but I, I still disagree as a whole, and I'll come back to the the the, the, the reason okay. why none of this I think will affect it. But I think that's a bigger draw, uh, certainly. Than well, the, yeah, maybe the maybe then, then yeah. All right, I would agree with that. That that, that available different available ports would be a bigger draw than uh, feature sets. Yep. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Availability of apps from different stores. For me, that's a definite no. No, it doesn't bother me at all. And there's one reason why I don't think that would affect it, and it's convenience. And security. For me, well, it's security. Well, I'll tell you, for, for, for you know, Joe Bloggs in the street guy, I think it's convenience. You know, they expect security. Uh-huh. And they shouldn't. They shouldn't. And you know, they're not getting it. And then, and they're not getting it. But not know, outside, they, not outside of uh, iOS. One, one always expects security, but you know you don't get it. But the availability of apps from different stores, you know, someone's going to go. So what? I, I I link it up to my uh, my machine. It goes to this place. That's where I expect to get stuff. You know, and whether a different um, tablet has you know their version of iTunes, that's where those people I think would go to be able to get you know. The application, so yeah, and and if there's an application store app on their machine, that's probably like the app store. That's probably where they're going to go to get their app. So yeah. no, no, I don't think the well, and, and also also remember that having to go to different stores also means you probably also have to give different people your credit card. True, 
True. So it's back to that convenience thing as well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ex- exclusive apps. <laughs> okay. My, the first thing that comes to my mind is which developer in his right mind is going to write an exclusive app unless he's paid an awful lot of money just yeah, buying for Android phone. or for WebOS or for Windows Seven. Yeah. Or even or even really for iOS. And if it's an exclusive app, then um. <sighs> Does that mean that you can't then transfer if you do move to a different device or if you've got a different device, you can't use that application type on another, you know, another device? So, i.e. it's tying up your network. That for me is is tie-in, which people don't like these days. Yeah. And, you know, even, even under iOS, I mean, there are a lot of apps under iOS that aren't available for Android, but I think that's mostly because the developer is doing just fine with just iOS that they don't feel the need to, uh, to spend the, the resources to open it up to an entirely different market. And, yeah. And that's very, I, very much different yeah, from the iOS market. Yeah. When I'm thinking exclusive apps, I'm also thinking more of, you know, the work, uh, work environment rather than just everyday apps, because most people can get apps to do what they need to do. Yeah. Um, you know, and doing everyday jobs and everyday stuff. It's those apps that, you know, tie you into using, you know, a network or something. That's why those exclusive apps that we're talking about, I think. Yeah. uh, yeah, Well, yeah, but most of those kinds of exclusive apps are usually web apps. (laughs) Well, if there's a web app, then presumably you can use it on any application. Well, presumably, but, you know, it could be, tied to a particular manufacturer or okay. it's looking yeah. for something not, that's available just on the type of device that you have. It's not doing it for me. No. And so, and, and so far, even if I tied these four things together, it's still not, still not doing it for me. Nope. So what's the next one? A different carriers than what Apple uses as far as, you know, connectivity outside of your home network. <laughs> different carriers than what Apple uses. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the way I wrote it. <laughs> that, that what Apple uses, currently uses. Anyway. Weren't we talking right. about this before, before yes, we, we started this segment? Yeah. Yes, we were. <laughs> um, you can't always read exactly what it says on the piece of paper or you no, will sound I, like an idiot. <laughs> um, Case in point. I, I, I can't see it. I can't see it because, again, you, you, you're creating – I, I suppose Apple did it to a certain degree, but you've got to have the whole, you know, and when I talk about the whole, we'll come on to that in a minute, to encourage people to come on into that, you know, into that environment. And I, I just don't, I can't see it. I mean, Apple did it with AT&T at the start. Right. But look at the pushback and look, you know, how that process didn't work in other countries. And I, I said from the very start back in 2008 that it should go unlocked and they should sell it unlocked. And, you know, I, I think that's the way they've ended up going pretty much. Well, the, I think the big difference was AT&T in 2007. What, and it was, you know, the iPhone originally was a U.S. exclusive phone. Yeah. AT&T was the only network that was willing to, uh, I suppose to deal on Apple's terms. I suppose that exclusivity is, is slightly different from what you're saying here because you, you're saying different carriers than, you know, th- than Apple uses which is different to saying it's only exclusively. Uh, well, originally it was exclusive. It was yeah, here no, in the no, U.S. No, no, it was no, no, only no. on yeah, the I know, ATC I understand network. That. I understand that guy, but you know what you're saying is how would they crack open the market, the tablet market from Apple? Would they do it by using different carriers than Apple use? Yeah. Um, and <laughs> well, if got, you're, you're on AT and T, they've got AT and T, they've got Verizon, the two biggest in, in yeah. the U.S. They've and nowhere else in the world is it so exclusive that you couldn't find, you know, the product on um, an Apple uh, iPad or iPhone on a um, carrier that you probably don't mind using. So that no, that that's that doesn't do it for me. Well, yeah, but part of it is that that Europe and some other parts of the world, for the most part, have standardized on the type of connectivity 
that wireless devices are going to use where they yep. haven't done that in the U.S. Yeah, but there is also, I assume that you're also thinking that there's a possibility that some people really hate using a particular carrier. And if they can only get the Apple iPad on that particular carrier, then, you know, damnation, I'm going to go with, you know, this Android or whatever tablet. On Sprint or T-Mobile or whatever. Whatever it is. Whereas in the U.S., obviously, they're only on AT&T and um, Verizon at the moment which are the two the two biggies and elsewhere in the world they're, they're pretty much covered by you know a plethora of oh, different yeah. they mirror so, everybody yeah, yeah okay so that does that doesn't do it for me okay what about price now <laughs> yeah i i think price is a big factor but as you said is it sustainable with a product which is gonna you know fulfill everything else that we're looking at well you know there are companies, Microsoft, that do things like have lost leaders to build up the market. That's how they built up their Xbox market. On the concept that, okay, well, we won't make that much money on the hardware, but when we sell licenses to various people to make games or other types of content for our device, that we'll make more money on the back end. And for something like the Xbox, that works out relatively well because you can't have something on the Xbox unless you go through Microsoft. And prices for games are in the $30 to $50 range. Whereas with the iPod, if you don't want, to, other than buying the device, if you don't want to give Apple another penny, you can. You can rip your own movies. You can rip your own audio. You can use certain types of just web applications to do a lot of the same stuff that you would go to the App Store to get exclusive apps. <clears throat> or not exclusive apps, but applications to do some of, these, some of these other various things. But you wouldn't necessarily have to give Apple another dime beyond the amount of money that you spent on this device. Whereas with a lot of the Android tablets, could they reduce the price of those devices enough and make enough money on the back end to justify the cost reduction? And I don't think they could. Well, then they'd be wanting to tie you in to just what they do. And that's the complaint. One of the big complaints they that have everybody with, has with, they have with Apple. Exactly. Yeah, so, so that doesn't work. Nope. <laughs> The last one. So far, it looks like Android screwed. The last well, it's not just Android that's out there. It's you know you did open it up, say you know the tablet market. Yeah, from so yeah. Well, I mean, WebOS, which yeah. honestly yeah. is pretty much dead, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Windows Phone Seven when they start coming out with tablets for that. Yeah. Now oh, it could be some newbie. You know, there was a was it called Juju? Oh. Was it an app? A, a yeah, there was Juju. There was a tablet. I think it was being made by a company in India called the the Juju or the Jojo or something like that. I haven't it heard a did. single thing about yeah, it since. It never took. I mean, it was out. I think it was out before the iPad, and it was along those lines, and it just didn't work, did it? Okay, so let's yep. go on to the last one. Let's go on to the, the last very one. last one is security. <laughs> but yeah, did you write down this list as a joke? Uh, well, the last one, yes. Yeah, because w- unless you have <laughs> a way to vet the apps that you're going to sell to people, which Android currently does not do, you're not going to beat Apple in security. No, and and even taken all of those things into account, I think you know I've, I've hinted to it in what we've been talking about the whole experience that you get with the Apple ecosphere, you know, the the fact that it works with your iPad, your iPad works with your Mac, your, your, your Mac works with your iPod, and you can sync apps between them, and you can swap right. apps, and you can give apps to like you're going to do, or going to try to do. It's <laughs> Nintendo yeah. DS, yeah. DG, whatever it is that he's after. But, you know, that whole environment, that, and, and when they come out with iCloud, you know, the, just expect 
more of the same of this sort of all-encompassing experience yeah. because that's the way it's got to go and I think Apple know that and that's, what, that's where they're heading and that's what we're getting at the moment and until somebody, one company can come up with that process then I think the iPad's got it for a few years yeah, I, I, there have there have been rumours. There have been you know, there's been here tell that the only company that could actually do it, and it ain't Google, but it could be Amazon. But yeah, you're talking about that seven inch tablet that they're mm. rumoured mm. to be coming yes. out with. Yes, yes, tied in with an exclusive Android Amazon App Store yes. with all the content that uh, Amazon has on their stores, which of course includes movies. It includes music. It includes. Uh, Oh, applications. It includes basically everything that, that iTunes has in it, yep. or, or most yep. of what it has in it. And it would all work with what seems to be a pretty decent tablet. But would a 7-inch tablet at, say, $250 be a better experience than a 10-inch tablet for 500 Yeah, well, I'm not too worried about that because I don't think it would. But if it worked at all... Then, if they saw that they needed to bring out a ten-inch uh, tablet, could. they could and probably would. Yeah, yep. So you know, that's that's. I think that's the only place where um, a competitor could come from. And you know, people keep going on about you know we need competitors to to the iPad to keep Apple on their toes. That's and, very true. I agree know, pe- with that. Yeah, yeah, but <sighs> there was no competitors before the iPad, so you know, and Apple keep moving forward, so. Well, there's only, been, there's only been they, two they, versions they, of it so far. That's right, but they, they, but they, yeah, but both of those versions have yeah, outstripped anything yeah. that's been out there. Yeah, so, they've been, they, they've knocked you know, it Before out everybody apart. jumps up and down and says, you know, oh, we've got to keep Apple on the toes. Whoa, where was the competition before Apple came out? Where so, were the toes at, man? Yeah, man. Find the toes. Anyway, yeah. I think I think it's standby to standby and we'll be <laughs> right back. Does it hurt when you do that? Yes, it does. It's one more day up in the canyon. And it's one more night in Hollywood. If you think that I could be forgiven, I wish you would. Hey, this is Travis Bryce from the geekiest show ever. And yep, you guessed it, GSE is back. Maybe not better than ever, but it's listenable. We talk about great things such as old video games. We'll talk about our podcasting setup. And uh, we'll talk about why nickels are the greatest invention ever. So uh, give us a listen. Geekiest show ever, only on the MyMac Podcasting Network. You stay golden, pony boy. I got here. Killing off all my friends I think I figured out my life begins When fun ends I got my The adoptive sons of Ugandan headhunters The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast I got my wings, now nothing really Pleases me till everything falls apart Then I get to Hey, welcome back to the last segment of the MyMac.com podcast. Uh, you know, Gaz, we actually did have a couple of things to talk about, but yep. decided that we were running we were running just a tad long. And I think we're going to save some of those topics for another time. So we're just, well, we're, Also, as you mentioned, actually, that the, uh, the topics could actually be good if we've got someone else on to chat to them about them. So yeah, and hopefully, uh, hopefully Tom, Tom will be on next, Thomas uh, Zoller. Now, speaking of Toms, yes, we actually—I I didn't have this in the show notes under Twitter. Uh, he had actually offered to come on this week, talking about Tom Schmidt. Unfortunately, we couldn't get our our schedules to match up. Uh, no, he bit, wasn't was available on Tuesday day, nights. Really? Yeah, yeah, and he had something. I think he had something going on with his daughter. Yeah, yeah. So he, so. he you know, he wasn't going to be able to but do it. He, he wanted to do it tomorrow night. But Tuesdays is when I have my short day at work so that I can get on relatively early to talk to you so that you're not up until you know, 4 o'clock in the morning. So, but, so hopefully Tom, we'll have Tom, Tom on very, very soon. 
definitely. Yep. So let's go straight into the picks then, shall we? Sure. You want me to go so first? Go on, because I think I like the sound of this. Oh, it's silly. It's a silly game. It's called Tank Battles. It's a, uh, it's a Mac game for once. And basically, using your keyboard, you move around on the screen in like a World War II tank and try to blow the crap out of other people's <laughs> tanks. And some of the shots will like bounce off the walls and there, there are power-ups and all. I mean, it's just, if you like watching stuff explode, I mean, do you remember that pick I had a long, long time ago, Gratuitous Space Battles? Yes. This is like Gratuitous Tank Battles. <laughs> you know, I mean, you just, you go around and, and try not to die and try to kill other people. And I, I like it. This is by I, Gameloft. It's $6.99 on the Mac App Store. I like Ricochet. Oh, it's cool. It is fun to watch or fun to play and watch. <laughs> well, my pick actually is pertinent to a certain uh, sport that I partake in. Well, actually, I referee to be oh, honest with drinking you. beer. Generally afterwards, occasionally oh. before, but generally afterwards. <laughs> not um, during. Not, no, it actually, it has been done. Yeah, been done. <laughs> Drunk in um, rugby. Yeah, as many of you know, I'm a, a rugby union uh, referee, and the World Cup uh, starts this weekend. Oh, and cool. there is there is an official Rugby World Cup application, which is a universal app, so it'll work on your iPhone, um, your newer iPhone, because it doesn't work on my iPod Touch. Um, <laughs> uh, and it also works on the iPad, and it looks pretty good, actually. Um, that's not a 2X one, is it? Or is it, does it actually, is it actually built... As well for the bigger screen of the iPhone. No, no, no. It's a universal app, so it works. It, it's it's uh, optimized for both screens. Cool. Yeah, it's super, and it's and it's free, as in beer. And I've put in here. What does that mean? <laughs> free as in beer. You're yeah, you, beer, you've beer, played rugby, beer. and you're going to tell me you don't know what that means. Well, no, to me, yeah, but we ought to always had to pay for our beer. <laughs> well, actually, that's not true. <laughs> if, yeah, it depends who the sponsor is. No, 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 no. As a referee. <laughs> because we only, you know, we don't get, we don't get paid, um, but you always, well, generally, get a free beer as a referee when you're, you know, you go into the rugby clubs afterwards. So that's why I like walking to the local clubs <laughs> because you, they know you. Yes, and they're hoping to gain your favor for the next <laughs> match. Oh no, that never happens. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean they won't try. They won't try. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, the best time. The the best. Uh, experience I had with that was actually my very first refereeing um, game that I did. <laughs> the opposition, oh, sorry, the home team, not the opposition, but the home team came onto the pitch at half time with cheese and biscuits and a glass of wine. <laughs> oh, what kind of rugby team eats no, no, cheese and was, biscuits and wine? It, yeah, but it was supposed to be a bit of a piss take guy. Oh. <laughs> It's not the first time I have something that's just gone right over yeah. my head. <laughs> I said, leave it in the changing rooms and I'll have it afterwards. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we have another people's pick. Oh, yay. And this one is from uh, Gary Apter. Now, you and I both looked at this several times. <laughs> yes. And we were somewhat confused over what this app does. and But I, th I think we finally got it sorted out. Yes. It's called Tourist, and that's T-O-U-R-W-R-I-S-T. And it's, it's kind of a, a virtual reality app, but using real places, if that makes yes. any sense. Yes. I mean, Gary says, this is my selection for people's choice. First, it is free. It really shows off the iPad with 360 panorama views of some amazing places. I believe the app offers travel options if you wish to visit any of the places they show. Check out Rome. You'll be shocked at how good this is. Everyone I've shown this to has been blown away. Did I mention it's free? <laughs> and, and he's got a little note here after this. How many woodies can one fellow earn? Yeah. <laughs> well, you can earn one more, Gary. <laughs> You've got another one coming for tonight's People's Pick. Yeah, so um, go take a look. It's uh, tourist. It's tourist. Do you, do you play on the word there? You say tourist. 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 It's good, you see. Uh, it is free. And, yeah, basically, it, I, I think it's a little bit um, possibly augmented uh, reality as well, going being thrown in there. So. And what's the best part about it? It's free. It's free. So 
All it costs you is a little bit of space in iTunes, even if you don't like it. You ain't lost <laughs> nothing. Check it out. Um, this cool. is our last people's pick that we have. That we have yeah. on, in queue. In queue. Yes. So we need people to send us some more people's picks, please. please. People's picks, please. People. People sending your people's pick. Yep. It's P cubed. That doesn't yeah. even make any sense. No, just get on to the next bit. Okay. Um, we've got a couple of... Uh, I was gonna, oh, we had one new Facebook like on the My Mac podcast, obviously on Facebook, and that was our dear friend Danielle Corsetto, which uh, I kind of kind of shamed her into it. I said, well, you want me to help you? <laughs> yeah, you really you like, want me to help you? Like you got to go to the Facebook page and like it. So, oh. And so it, it's a it's a bubbling cauldron of Mac podcastiness on Get on with Facebook. It. So go to Facebook, like our Facebook page. You can leave stuff you want us to talk about. You can put people's pics on it's the Facebook, Facebook page. It's Facebook. Do what you like. And exactly. And it's <laughs> not like nine tenths of the people listening to this podcast don't have Facebook. Guy, move on. I'm moving on. We actually, and we have two, not one, but two new iTunes uh, likes. Ooh. iTunes likes? No, iTunes reviews. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Why don't you give us the first one? Because I didn't get to see this one. Okay, this is uh, feedback <laughs> from the UK store. Uh, awesome show, five stars from Clive Hammett. Uh, have been listening to this podcast for about two months now. Never fails to make me laugh. <laughs> yeah. It makes us laugh. Uh, Guy and Gaz make a great team with their news, views, and wit. Keep up the good work, and I look forward to many more. And then Clive <laughs> says, well, do you want to say what I'll he say says? it. I'll say it. Yeah, because you think this would make a good bumper. I think this would make a good bumper. Guy and Gaz, it shouldn't work, but it does. I actually think it should be Guy and Gaz. It should work, but it doesn't. <laughs> well, either way, you know, we could record them both <laughs> and just throw them in at the same time. Uh, from somebody named VW underscore 123, a very, very, when he gave us, you know, he or she gave us five stars, a very, very minimalist review. It just says like. And I like that because it seems that, you know, you pushed everybody to go to the Facebook page and like us, and he's done it in iTunes. <laughs> he's They're done it in iTunes. iTunes. Perfect. I love, yeah, love you long time, VW <laughs> underscore 123. VW and, and underscore 123. Yeah, and Clive Hammett. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks both. Thanks look, to both of you guys. Yeah, yeah, we love you long time in a manly sense, of course. <laughs> well, but yeah, what's man. wrong with that? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. Yes, how could someone get a hold of you? They can't. They can't? Oh, uh, no, they can. Oh, who? <laughs> had me scared there for a minute. Uh, yeah, you can contact me at gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters on twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Z-Z-Z. Now, Guy. Yeah. I believe, <laughs> I believe that you're also contactable. I am contactable. I am like a social disease. You can find me at guy at mymac.com. And twitter.com forward slash M A C P A R R O T. If you could, if you could translate parrot, that would basically, I, just did. I know I just that, did. but if you took that series of sounds and translated right. it into English, it would come out to twitter.com forward slash back parrot. <laughs> 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 Oh, dear, he's doing his own squawks now. Oh, well. anymore. You can also contact us at feedback at mymac.com. That goes to Fearless Leader, and he will take all of your complaints. And put personally. them right into the bin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, he'll let us know. If, if we've done something you don't like, believe me, Tim has absolutely no, no problems with letting us no know that we screwed up. Telling us. That's right. And you morons! What the hell were you doing, man? But if he pushes us too hard, we'll quit. Yeah, yeah, we'll quit. We <laughs> so quit him. he's he's he walks that fine line every single week. Uh, we also have a Skype number, guys. We do, we do. I swear, only only Eddie Spaghetti and Eric Diaz seem to know it. Oh, and my brother Larry. Yeah. But we do have a Skype number. 
And that number is area code 703-436-950. That's with a Z. One. Uh. (laughs) What? That doesn't make any sense. I said. uh. Oh, is that the Skype number 703-436-9501 in Parrot? Yes. Yeah, sure it is. He's he's getting frisky today. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm put my, it my. back in his cage. Oh, no, please. Sake. And lock the cage. The I cage will. needs to be locked and covered and then hidden. So, everyone, thank you so very much for downloading the show. We really do appreciate it. Thank you we so very, very much. Do it, but we're not, you. yeah, we're not sure why, but thank you anyway. Gaz, thank you so much for being here. Good night from me. And uh, good night for me. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at MyMac.com or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703-436-9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts, all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including The Geekiest Show Ever, App Minute with Sam Levin and Tech Fan with Tim Robertson. And welcome back to the MyMac.com <clears throat> podcast. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a couple of topics here concerning new Apple equipment. And well, hold on, <laughs> that was total crap. I'm getting rid of that. <laughs> Such crap. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was. Have you ever done that? You start saying something oh, and halfway it, through what it is you're saying, you're you like... You should listen to me. You should listen to me when I record my segment for, for Mac Eyes Only. It's anywhere between five and ten minutes long. Normally closer to five minutes, Guy. And the amount of times I read something... Because I do exactly that. I say, and, you know, this week I'm feeling really happy. Why am I talking about happiness on this Mac podcast? I don't know. <laughs> when I used to do the, uh, the Dashboard Minute, uh, back when I was doing segments for the MyMac.com podcast, I would I would actually have it scripted out and all written down. When oh, I, was I do that as well and still get it wrong. Yeah, I know. But then I would read what it was I had written. And it just sounded so stupid. Yeah, I've got into that. I'd have to sit there. No one really talks like this. Yeah, Yeah, what I have to do is I get I get it down on paper and then I reread it. And but I don't read it. I read it out loud because well, I I didn't do that. If you read something very often, it can sound so much better than if you read it out loud. Yeah, and then once you've read it out loud, you go, "What the." Who wrote this? Oh, crap. I did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> have no I one do, but I, I often say to myself, yeah, that's crap, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot me now. Anyway. Okay, <clears throat> let's, get, let's get on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Um <laughs> the hell is my where's my brain at tonight okay one more time <laughs>